welcome to the PI Podcast, Political Insights for the Palagi Inis. I'm your host, Matt, and with me is my co-host, political scientist, meme lord, and currently proposing the Philippine vaccine program, Baxilog. May libring bakuna, <laughs> may libring itlog, Borge. <laughs> no, seriously, that, that is nice. I should propose that one. I should propose that. Baxilog. Anyway, piyay piay nating lahat, Borge here at your service. Yes, and this is episode 16, currently also our Independence Day special. We're releasing this in June 12. Borge, what does what does Independence Day mean for you? Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Nothing, no, 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 I, I remember something. Uh, the Baxi lotion, just in case Johnson & Johnson comes in. <laughs> Bakuna at may libring lotion. Anyway, uh-huh. we're going back, going back to Independence. Okay, we're releasing, we're releasing this one, Independence Day. You know, th- mm. this is something that we are currently enjoying. People died for mm. it. So, so much politics behind it. And mm. again, uh, just basic history. I think if I'm not, if my answer is correct, uh, our Independence Day before was July 4, then mm. due to a falling same out. Same. Yeah, you, same with the United States. And that, that's actually our Independence Day as a commonwealth. But mm-hmm. uh, due to a falling out between Makapagal and the United States, Makapagal, before I think he left office, he changed it back to June 12 just to spite the Americans. So, mm. again, independence, uh, it's usually cliche to say, ah, are we actually free? Are we actually mm-hmm. independent from other countries? Well, at this point, we are. So Yeah, at the very least, nominally. Yeah. No, we, we do not serve a quote-unquote colonizer or empire, mm. nominally. Some people would say we are under... Uh, our neighbors, you know, but <laughs> at least as a nation, it's important to recognize whether we feel free or not that we that there are people who have died for the sake of, of us being free, mm. a free as, as a nation, even nominally speaking. Yeah, yeah. So at the very least, we must pay tribute to that, mm. and we must be remember that we are Filipinos, regardless. And you know, uh... even though, yeah, life is difficult, we that's yeah. who we are. Mm. Yeah. And, in connecting to that, actually, we'd like to uh, connect it to our previous episode, uh, it's our Anong Hanap Mo special with Sir Bob Kilapio. Uh, what do you, how do you find our previous episode? That, well, again, linking it up with independence, uh, the question would be, yes, we are free as a nation, but do we actually know who we are? And mm-hmm. uh, if I can remember, his, his take on such matters would be from the perspective of someone who is already outside. Mm-hmm. Already outside the Philippines, right. physically, of course, physically, and to an extent mm-hmm. also socially. But still, the Filipino identity is there. So mm-hmm. I think there's the puzzle. I don't remember our thesis, but it was the puzzle. So the puzzle is uh, how can a national identity survive outside the confines of the nation, country itself, as a geographic mm-hmm. location? So mm-hmm. we may be free, so, we yeah. may be we may be independent, but do we actually know who we are? Mm, that mm. well. It's funny because, yeah, we talked about Philippine politics with someone who is outside, who is an OFW, who mm. is, and who still pays attention to Philippine news. And, mm. uh, but the, the funny thing you'd notice is that, uh, with all due respect, mm. uh, he, we asked him, and despite that, he has no plans of really returning, although he does mm. miss it. He does miss the sandy beaches and the great mm. nature uh, and the culture and, the, mm. all, and the, sometimes the people, but really... You know, he left and he doesn't really feel like coming back to stay. Mm. And I think this is a sentiment that a lot of people share. You know, once mm. they go out of the country for greener pastures, it's a huge migration pattern. You know, it's a common trend for the longest time. 
people mm. going out. And, you know, there be, we have this balik bayan uh, yeah. phenomenon where they go, go back sometimes to visit, visit, sometimes put up businesses here. And then they go back and then mm. it's a cycle. Rinse and repeat. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's, that's, it's an interesting thing to discuss, you know. Mm. Like, they're still, in a way, Filipinos. And yet, they leave. They put up a new life. Ever, uh, in another country mm. and if ever it's not clear whether they want to go back so in that sense are they still patriotic and of course we know we have no doubt that sir mm. bob like you know like is a tra- he's not a traitor we don't see him as a traitor it's mm. just we're just thinking about it you know mm. uh how filipino are are filipinos who uh of left migrate who've left and this is yeah and i think we, we can like, we can also examine the act of leaving itself why do people leave in the first place yeah and this leads to a piece that uh, i noticed it was first published last year october hmm. 30 2020 and it was reposted again by rapper for some odd reason as june <laughs> came in uh, which is what are they as if they're sending us a message and it's entitled when it's time to leave by juju baluyot he's hmm. uh, he's a writer he's a contributor he has he, clearly a writer that is clear a disillusion by our country clear uh, with a mm. lot of anxiety and he, this was written during the time uh, when philippines was was experiencing storms mm. and that his roof was blown off mm. I, I, and of course he has a lot of friends and family that have experienced flooding mm. and he he said this let me quote mm. the directly when we stay aren't we sending the message that we are okay being here even when clearly we are not? And then he ends it with saying, is moving away such a bad thing? When we attempt to leave, does that automatically make us unpatriotic? The prospect of moving away is not always about the idea that life is so much better abroad. Sometimes it's the idea that life is far more terrible here. So it's mm. very strong words. Uh, mm. What do you think about what he had to say? Yeah, uh, I have some comments on the article itself. Well, I do have some, at least three points. Well, first, uh, his take on the want of Filipinos to leave may to an extent be uh, grounded on data. So I think we can start with that one. But I do, got, I do have some data here. It's from the Asia Barometer Surveys, the most recent wave, the fifth wave conducted 2018 by SWS. Um, we'll link you up to the website if you want to access the raw data. But as far as the data is concerned, most Filipinos actually want to live in another country if they have a Mm. chance, given the chance. So the question is, given the chance, how willing would you be to go and live in another country? And most Filipinos answered they're willing, but the Mm. the margin is thin to an extent. The margin is thin. So, but uh, we can can confidently say that most Filipinos do want to leave the Philippines mm-hmm. and settle in another country. I came from a family of W's, so uh-huh. I can personally attest to this one. When whenever a family member goes abroad, first of, first primary objective would be to try to bring your family members there. Right, <laughs> that's one thing. So, so mm-hmm. to try to set up roots there. Uh, I think my dad tried to bring my mom and me to Saudi Arabia before, but again, uh, some discussion. So. He relented, so it's not. So he, the agreement was it's better for us to stay here. She, he would just come back here regularly. But now they succeeded in Canada. Now they're trying to drag me to Canada. So I said, and uh, problems is yeah. here. There's life here, so I need to live it here. But curiously, this data is also just opposed with how proud are you to be a citizen of the country? And most Filipinos right. are 
very proud. The 58.9% of the respondents were very proud to be citizens of this country. Very proud. Yeah, very proud. Mm -hmm. And uh, also there's a series of questions wherein most Filipinos actually support the government. But Mm. there's also data that most Filipinos want change in the government. Maybe minor change, major Uh change, or the government should be replaced altogether. So... So we have this first glance can be schizophrenic, but it, it, it goes to the root of the problem that the article itself addressed, which is we are mired in political problems. You're mired in political problems. Mm-hmm. So that's something that is quite true. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, right. for the article itself, it starts with the wrong analogy. Okay, so it starts mm-hmm. with an ap- apocalyptic picture of the Philippines. The Philippines is not like a house. Huh whose roof has been blown away. The Philippines is a relatively stable mm-hmm. structure. We have a relatively stable society. Even if our economy and our politics uh, fluctuating here and there, our society had been for the longest time stable. We haven't experienced mm. a serious revolution for the longest time. We haven't experienced mm. riots for the longest time. Our mm. units, our family units are still intact. Mm. Our social organizations huh. are still intact. So it's a wrong analogy. Oh, wow. and, and, and the problem with such mm. a wrong analogy, the problem with an apocalyptic image of the Philippines is that you ignore the very forces that, is, that are keeping this society intact. And that uh-huh. I, we, we, we have a myriad of coping mechanisms that this article shoves <laughs> aside, really. So, yeah. That's an essay in itself already. Whoa. Yeah. Whole, yeah. Calm down, calm down. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 to be per, to, to be honest, I'm actually annoyed by this article. And okay, clearly, I'm annoyed. Yeah, by it. you have strong feelings about it. But uh, let's th- let's go through the points yeah, yeah. one yeah. by one. Yeah, okay, First okay, of all, okay. cha- yeah, chances are, if you're a hmm. Filipino, you you have relatives or friends who try to go abroad. In fact, I have my hmm. my my cousins. Some of my favorite hmm. people in the world are actually abroad right now, and uh, hmm. just for better, all of a sudden. Well, first to go to college and then eventually find a job there and, mm. and uh, have a family there. Mm. And it, it's breaking up, not, not really breaking up, but I suppose straining a lot of relationships. Mm. There are, you know, I mean, of course, before the pandemic, before all mm. this, people left regularly because simply for economic reasons, mm. you know, they're just trying to have a job because there are not a lot of jobs here. And there's no room to grow here. Mm. So just they're just, finding a place where they have room to grow there. Uh, but even more, uh, like you said, mm. uh, well, and of course, there's nothing really wrong. There's a lot to love in the Philippines. Mm. You know, even, even foreigners would say it's a beautiful country with a beautiful mm. forests and beaches and nice, lovely mm. people. Quote unquote. Mm. Um, and yet, you know, there's still not a lot of opportunities. There's jobs. But uh, now, more than ever, with mm. the current regime, with the mm. current mismanagement of the pandemic, with the current uh, mismanagement of disaster <laughs> risk response, nonsense, yeah, then it's all the more pushing people away. It's like, okay, let's just leave, you know? Like, mm. the, he even says there, I think in the article, it says, uh, there's a joke, oh, dapat wala na tayo dito pag nag na tayo. Like, by the <laughs> time we turn 30, we shouldn't be here in the Philippines. So it's, it's, it's a very, very bleak situation. And while you want to believe, I'd like to believe that, you know, it's not as bad as they think mm. uh, that, uh, that the author thinks. You know, of course, you know, there's a lot of bad things happening, but, mm. you know, there's a, lot, uh, uh, there's a lot that is stable. But are, 
part of the bad things that they experienced bad enough for them to leave you know what i mean because yeah if you if you if, if you notice it is part of this culture of justifying leaving people or detoxifying your social circles mm. like if someone you de- if there's someone you deem toxic a friend or even a family member you just block them no questions asked or you ghost them it's mm. part of that like it's like they're saying it's okay to walk away when there are problems it's 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 a cultural phenomenon of walking away and it's like when things get difficult you know is is it okay to walk away like if it's a marriage is toxic you walk away but it's like but that's a promise you know mm. so it's it's like now they're applying it to a country mm. and that's not necessarily uh it's not necessarily a good thing you know friend mm. okay friends um, perhaps it's you're giving space. Maybe there's reconciliation in the future, or maybe it's generally you outgrew them. Fine, but a country—that's mm. a huge change, mm. and never coming back. And that's a part of yourself that—it's a big part of yourself that mm. perhaps you can never really take away or completely sever mm. yourself from. So it's like ruthlessly cutting, mm. like blocking. Mm. You know, this mm. time they're trying to block the country. In it a is sense. like. Yeah, throwing away doesn't you give actually, you happiness. <laughs> yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Condoism. Okay, is it <laughs> Maricondo? What, what? Maricondo. Maricondo. Minimalist yeah. so lifestyle. If it doesn't spark joy, if the if our country does not spark joy, then throw, throw it away. away. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting analogy. I don't know. Can you? That is that possible? Can you actually sever your tie with your country just by leaving? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Can because you? in a way. As someone like both of you and I mm. have lived in another country, mm. the People's Republic of China, and no matter how, no matter how comfortable we get, it got we got pretty comfortable. Mm. We always somehow search for part of home. Mm. Yeah, we know we come back, but it's also always pleasant to see another Filipino mm. yeah. uh, in China or even yeah. wherever you are. Yeah, mm. that's that. also yeah. That's, that's also one reason why Filipinos or any foreign community would always try to recreate their homes in right. another country. That's why you have Filipino mm. countries. And for the Chinese, they have Chinatown physically. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're more aggressive with rebuilding their society in another country by building Chinatowns. Oh, yeah. But it's the same thing with Filipinos. Yeah. For Filipinos, it's Jollibee's. Mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Filipino Chinatown is Jollibee. We, we have Jollibee yeah. in Canada right now. So nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. And also for the first time, like in New York and mm-hmm. in Italy, because there's so many more Filipinos <laughs> And they, they're beacons to Filipinos. Filipinos flock to Jollibee's. <laughs> it, it, it actually just got a shout out from John Oliver, if you remember. You know, <laughs> last week tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like, for, like, in a way, whenever, wherever you go, you bring a bit of the Philippines with you and you create it everywhere. You mm. know? But it's not the same. You know, that, that's one thing that I, I do appreciate with Sir Bob. So it's not like uh, some Filipinos who go out, leave the country, and start bashing it. He actually expressed a, a want to come back, and uh, and he's actually helping people to, to, in his own way, right. try to improve their lives here. So that's something that I do appreciate. Right. So that's a one way of returning. Mm-hmm. But um, right, you know, the, the, this is also my problem with this article, and I'm not done. I'm not done tearing this one apart <laughs> because it is. It sends yeah. the wrong messages. It actually, it actually sends the wrong messages mm-hmm. to an extent for me. And then mm-hmm. one moral implication right. of his chain of rhetorical question, his rhetorical mm-hmm. questioning, one, one, one implication of it is that he is dubbing those who stay as delusional, as unaware or mm-hmm. uh, what you call denying mm-hmm. the existence of problems in the right. Philippines. No, 
we know that the, our country mm. is problematic. We know that uh, our surroundings yeah. are problematic. The government is problematic. Uh-huh. But then again, right. this article ignores the entire plethora of coping mechanisms that are keeping us mm. where we are. Okay, mm. so we are mm-hmm. stable, but we are stagnant. So that's another issue altogether. Yeah. But so I think what we've so far in, in the conversation we have established that is very much possible to be Filipino wherever you are. Mm. So do you really need to go come back? You know, that, that that's an, that's the next question. Do you mm. really need to come back when you can go um you can go somewhere else, have a bring a bunch of Filipinos with you, build mm. it there? Yeah. Mm. So I, I said it's not quite the same mm. because once you go outside that bubble, it's mm. uh, you know, you're back in being a, a guest. Mm. Yeah. Do we need so to come back? I, I think uh, a more uh, okay. Yeah, you know what? Uh, to say uh, just to flesh out the notion of coming back, I think there are different ways of to an extent coming back. You can come back mm. to the Philippines without being there physically. Mm. I need. Uh, I think we need to. Rec- I'm being a bit more liberal with this one, so we need to recognize mm. such mechanisms. So there's the non-physical return, mm. meaning you give back something right. a part of yourself to the country mm-hmm. may it be your resources may it be your writings as was done by the illustrados who many of them died abroad but they gave uh-huh. back so that's their way of returning mm. to an extent returning something yeah. instead of returning yourself mm. so and yeah. then of course the other way of coming back would be returning there physically so that's another issue yeah. altogether yeah mm. i think that's even in whatever society you're in, you know, whenever mm. someone leaves, like as a scout or perhaps like even like, I think this was observed, well, not really observed, but documented even in primordial societies, you know, hunter-gatherer mm. societies. Mm. When one member of the village or society leaves mm. or the tribe leaves, they should, it's a responsibility to come back and bring something new mm. and based on things that they've learned. In fact, that's the logic behind, uh, I suppose. Expansion. <laughs> uh, well, foreign exchange programs bringing back mm. a bit of the culture with you. Mm. Uh, the Thousand Talents in China, mm. you know, where they sponsor a lot of scholars to go to different countries, study there, and bring back knowledge here, but also yeah. at the same time leave a bit of their knowledge there. Uh, our so pensionados. That yeah, there's the always, yeah, pen, pen, yes, pensionados, exactly. There's always that instinct. Well, of course, this one is policy, but there's it's based on that instinct to bring back whatever you learned mm. here you know it's in us you know mm. there's like no in a way as someone who has of course left the philippines and stayed in another country for a long period of time yes you feel reprieve mm. you feel a bit of a rest from the problems of philippines but in a way you miss it mm. you know in a way you you miss even the problems. You miss the traffic. You miss the smog sometimes in, in, this, in, a, in a perverse way. Like you don't like it per se, but the pollution in Beijing or in Shanghai can kill us. At least the pollution here oh. is <laughs> It's not that bad. Yeah. It, it may be all over the place, but it's, it's not as toxic as in, in Shanghai. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I sp- well, this 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 was written. No, the piece going back to the piece. Mm. It was written by someone who was young, uh, about as young as us, mm. and that and the fact that that's actually what bothers me. The young right now, 
and I, I actually am guilty of this together uh, as well, would like think that walking away is an act of courage. Mm. You know, and in some ways it is. You walk away from an abusive partner, an mm. abusive friend, or abusive yeah. parent, even. Mm. You know, and it's, so can it be considered to walk away from your country? Can it be an act of courage? At this point, there there must be a line between individual level ethics and yes. political ethics. Mm-hmm. So walking away is not politically ethical. It can mm-hmm. be individually ethical, but mm-hmm. I think it would be it would just justify a sense of cowardice if you walk away. And when I say walk away, that means you you have no intention of returning either physically or returning something back. So just mm-hmm. just absolute just leave and be someone else or try to stay away mm-hmm. from being a Filipino. So you leave your identity right. behind. Or you try to leave mm. your identity behind, even if it would follow you, and uh, yeah. and you know uh, so, something related, just just a, a small tangent. And that's another problem that I have mm. with the article, is that this was written yeah. from a position of privilege. Mm. This uh, this is written by yeah. someone who can actually leave. So mm-hmm. a, another the uh, budget, yeah. In in relation to the question of should we even return, what about those uh-huh. who cannot leave in the first place? So mm. what about that? So anyway, go, going back to the. Uh, question of uh, is it ethical is it ethical to leave or walk away from a country Mm. Mm. there are philosophers who remain stateless by choice Mm -hmm. you have Friedrich Mm. Nietzsche would be one example by choice right was it ethical for them but then again Nietzsche is of course uh, Nietzsche gave back something (laughs) to the German Mm. nation not to a German state not not to a specific one Mm-hmm. But I think, okay, re- regarding that one, I think you can, it, it can only be politically ethical to walk away from a country. It's only politically ethical to walk away from your nation and from your national identity if you will explicitly adopt a cosmopolitan or international identity to be a citizen Meaning of the world. A citizen of the world. That's, oh, that, that's God, the, I hate that, honestly. That's, that's the only excuse, I think. To justify walking away from a country, to be explicitly right. a citizen of the world. Other than mm. that, no. You know, uh, the logic behind walking away has always been the, to the logic of self-care. That's a buzzword a lot. There's self-care. It's like to take a break. Like to, you, yeah. it's the rest is sacred, and yeah. Mm. And in a way, it's extended to. It's extended to this. In other words, can you continue yeah. to give, you know, to be in a place where your very, quote-unquote, psychological, mental, mm. emotional well-being mm. is constantly being eroded, you know? Self- That's a fair point, yeah. yeah so can, fair in point. other words, just for yourself, you mm. know, can't, it's, it's ethical to yourself, to your mm. own survival and well-being to mm. leave. And I, mm. in a way, I empathize with that to a degree. But... Can that be applied to the country? Okay, okay. Just uh, save yourself. We, we, we must. Your country. We we must again. We must distinguish between leaving and walking away, which is which is mm-hmm. forsaking. So let's go to the extreme: mm-hmm. walking away, the absolute s- severing your ties with your nation, versus being an exile or uh-huh. just physically leaving with the intention of right. coming back. Self with self care as a justification and. Uh, when you start applying the notion of self-care to politics, 
that is one level of individualism that would lead to the destruction of human civilization at this point. Oh, oh wow. Destruction of human civilization, really? For self-care. Self-care, uh, yeah. self-care when applied at the level of individual existence, fine. That would be the maintenance right. of the individual. But if you apply it right. to politics, then that is that's destructive to an extent. Mm. That's, that's yeah. destructive. Now, uh, there are ways to take care of yourself as an individual within a polity without leaving it. Mm-hmm. There mm. are. We, we have discussed this before. Like, it was going back to their private sphere, taking a rest, being neutral, yeah. suspending uh-huh, judgment uh-huh. for a while. Nice. Suspending callback. Sus- yeah, callback. Yeah. Suspending judgment <laughs> for a while, suspending engagement in public affairs for a while. And uh, the, philo- the, the theorist Jeffrey Green uh, mm. in discussing plebeian politics actually advised such a Epicurean theory of democracy, which is the uh, preservation of a sphere wherein you are a temporary refuge from the toxicity right. of politics. There are ways like that. You, you don't need to go extreme right. and simply walk mm. away from a nation. Um, right. uh, the thing is, okay, you know what? Uh, I would pursue this. I know that you hate the notion of a world citizen. <laughs> and I'll, okay. ask you, I'll ask you later why you don't like it. But, uh, right. but you know what? Uh, walking away can only be justified not because of self-care it can only be justified if you want to take care of something bigger than your country Nietzsche did it mm-hmm. to take care of the spirit of human civilization he needed to be away mm-hmm. from the major states so mm-hmm. that he can explore morality at the level of humanity itself as a whole so his walking away mm-hmm. from a nation state is justified other than that right applying self-care the level of politics is just ugh. well it's not that, well you said it's it's possible to do self-care without necessarily leaving and forsaking. Yeah. You know, so I think that's a good reminder and in fact mm. a good alternative to Mr. Baluyot's leave and walking away, you know. Mm. But actually, uh, I just, just one thing to add is that if ever you decide to leave, that mm. your connection to your homeland will always, you know, call on to you. Mm. There's that voice like in Lion King where you say, Simba, <laughs> who you are. Or like you know, there's there's mm. that thing that come back, you know. Even even Jose Rizal himself uh felt the, like sometimes mm. called it the specter of comparisons where he saw pieces of his own country, even in this in Spain. Mm. And in a way, how how the Philippines can be a bit like Spain, and which mm. kind of informed the rest of his writing. Mm. So it's in a way, it is a good thing to at least take a break sure mm. but always heed the call to come back because it's a responsibility it's not only well it's it's not only this abstract sense of duty but also literally it's on this ground and this soil where you were uh, where you were born where you were raised mm. it was usually the food that was grown here was fed to you you know, it's and also fed your parents, so you have a debt to maintain it in a way. It's it's mm. almost poetic, but that's that's what I have to say about yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, there's a debt to be repaid to para sa inang bayan. Do you think mm. about inang bayan porch? <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, I, I she's always on my mind. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> romantic. Okay, it's uh, everything I do as far as I devoted my vocation this so mm-hmm. that's my mm-hmm. way that's my way of uh, trying to give back mm. uh, uh, but then mm-hmm. again you know uh, 
walking away. Uh, this discourse of leaving the Philippines is multidimensional on one hand. There are many nuances. There are many mm-hmm. different types of people. Uh, to whoever is mm. listening, again, you can be someone who would like to come back, who would like to give something back, and right. you may be someone who just doesn't want mm. anything to do with the Philippines. But then again, the Philippines would always have oh. something to do with you. Yeah. As long as you look Asian, mm. partially Mexican, <laughs> as long yeah. as you're you confusingly know, it, Asian, you would always be dubbed as a Filipino by, your, by foreigners. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like, even, you know, the, the topic Asian American, you know, no, even that the way you manifest yourself in the United States polity, you know, if mm. you kind of st- still take that Asian part with you, you're not, you're never just an American, although mm. some people would like to claim that they're just American. You know, they get pissed off when they say, Oh, but where are you from? Really? I'm from America. Like, yeah. what, where are you from? From that, that, that <laughs> it, it annoys people, but you know, it's, it, I don't want to go to the genetic level, but it's always, it's always gonna be a part of you, you know? Mm. Even say, yeah, America. Like people from Asia have the right to be Americans. Yes, but that that the first part of that se- sentence will always be there. So mm. you may choose to not heed the call, you know. But it's it's something it will that will be, be a part there. of you forever. Yeah, yeah. it will always be there. So you'll yeah. have to, if ever you choose to walk away, you'll be choosing to walk away every day, mm. every single day. So are you capable of of making that constantly? It's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's difficult. It's hard enough making that decision once, but you have mm. to do it every day because you yeah. will be reminded. Yeah, every day. If you move somewhere else, you know mm. they will always see you as someone who came from somewhere else, mm. and they can call it racism. But you know, uh, yeah, as, uh, as, as a matter as, of fact, really, as, as long as nation states exist, as long as mm. uh, human beings are still grouped together, as long as this global, uh, global level state doesn't exist. There would always be nation states, and as long as there's nation states, there would always be groups, specific mm. ones. Uh, right. You know, the, okay. Going back, why do you hate the notion of a global citizen? Well, big, well, number one, I've never seen an actual case of global citizen. Like I've never mm. actually met, quote unquote, a real uh, global citizen in the sense. Yes, it is possible to speak several languages and to bear lots of cultural you know significance within you like with your memory you can wear all sorts of uh costumes and all that mm-hmm. but when it but it's one thing to actually be a part of that culture but how do you is it possible to be a citizen in terms of like maintaining the globe <laughs> at a global <laughs> level because when you're a citizen you not only do you in a way like of course take you know to feed on the nation you know your Mm. nation but also give back how Mm. do you give back to the globe you know Mm. unless you answer and vote in like un or unesco etc but like how like that that part of being citizen of giving back global citizen is that possible i mean i mean i can that's that's what i can say for now yeah. yeah, I think it is possible, but again, very again, Nietzsche would be my own the only case that I know, <laughs> and that's one thing. Yeah. So, oh. anyways, okay, okay, fair. It's it's also like, in a way, be like, how's your uh, how's your love life? I'm in love with you with humanity with everyone. And so it's like, <laughs> imp- it's weird. Hey, it's that's weird. A, hey, that's way, what Jesus wants. The, no, it's the kingdom of God technically. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
that's what Jesus uh, wants. <laughs> it is what Jesus wants. But in terms of the level of citizenship, in a way, you can only like the the compromise of being a dual citizen. You know, again, no disrespect, but mm. it's a stretch. It's almost like bigamy, and there for a time that was. <laughs> you know, being a dual citizen. Uh, but so it's like, how do you maintain your citizenship? citizenship? How do you contribute to two countries at a time? You pay taxes twice. You know, do you vote twice? And some people say it's a work. You can vote for two elections. But, <laughs> you know, as a, like, you know, can you take it seriously? You know, can it, do you take both of them seriously? Is it possible to invest in such so again, I don't want to. I, I think I our monogamous. I think uh, our, our, our citizen too much. Our, I think we have monogamous but, tendencies yeah. spilling into this one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, 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 it's. I'd like to talk to uh, to dual citizens for that. Actually, <clears throat> so I'm curious. Like, how do you, how do dual citizens see themselves? You know, how do they contribute to their citizenship and to their nations? You know? <laughs> anyway, that's a whole nother topic entirely, but I suppose we should start wrapping this up. Getting screwed over by two this. governments. So <laughs> that's for oh, that's awesome. okay. Anyway, <laughs> my god. So the question is: so since both you and I agree, believe that we uh, Filipinos must return and can never really walk away, mm-hmm. knowing that it is shit, mm. that, that our country, this with all its beauty, has also its flaws. Mm. How should how then should we stay? Well, first and foremost, stop whining. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whoa. Okay, okay you know, boomer. Okay. So, sorry, 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 no. sorry, sorry. But, uh, you know, okay, uh, okay. okay. Uh, you can whine, but be specific and don't what? try to okay. it, it, try to pinpoint specific sectors of your country that are problematic. Mm-hmm. So, right. and of course, you need to act on it. You need to act on it. Mm. So, yeah, you know, it's fine if you're outside the country and you criticize the government. That's fine. It's already your action. That's your way of giving back. Right. But uh, mm. if you just bash it simply because you don't want to be a part of it, that's a different mm-hmm. thing altogether. So, mm-hmm. but for those who stay, I think for those who stay, for those who are here, uh, for those who are here, let's just keep on being, trying to be good citizens, be one. And then I think that's a different topic altogether. Uh, oh. But again, going back to Independence Day, uh, mm-hmm. there's a dictum regarding freedom, uh, regarding liberty. You know, uh, mm-hmm. we always try to confuse. Independence Day is about our independence from a foreign country. It's usually called, it's, yeah. also, it's also associated with freedom as citizens. So usually mm-hmm. associated, even if the association is a bit weak, so it's a different issue. But, uh, you mm-hmm. know, the liberty, the price of liberty is eternal vigilance. Mm. That's one thing. Price of Liberty is a good one. Uh, I should put that on a shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Some, uh, uh, I forgot who said that one. Uh, I'll probably Ooh, put it in the link. Your source. Ah, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what? I'll try to find it. Wait, 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 wait. I have the draft of the damn thing here. Uh, yeah. Can I say my part first? Yeah, go, go, go. go. Uh, yeah. It, the thing is, uh, that's, it's very interesting. Um, although I think it's specific, you know. The article talks about a faulty government, and mm. even then, that is—it's a big problem. It's not impossible. It's—it's it, it's not impossible. Uh, yeah. So it's one step at a time, and that's a good mm. thing that we—that's something that we have been saying over and over again. You know, mm. one step at a time. Start small. Even the community pantries, we've been saying it over again. It's a small way of improving the country. Mm. Uh, and the thing, um, 
huh? Mm. How should we stay? In the same way that we miss even the problems of the Philippines, mm. we, we fall in love. In the same, that's that. That's we fall, really fall in love with the country, not for like what it can be in the future, but for what it is really. You know, mm. even the grimy filth. You know, even the crowded MRTs. You know, we don't mm. like it, but anyway, sometimes we miss it. It's <laughs> that thing, yeah. Like, uh, like what Slavoj Žižek himself said. You know, love is not. Uh, well, love is loving something even with its flaws, stupidities, and inse- uh, inconsistencies. Mm. It's the same way. Like, not I love my not just I love my country because it can be better. It's I love my country. Uh, like I know my country is a toilet, but I love it nonetheless. <laughs> that is a proper way of looking at you know patriotism. But mm. of course, you help journey with your country and make in making it better. You know, so that's, that's one. That's yeah, yeah. Go that's ahead. a that's a positive take on it. Did you find your? That, that's a yeah. I, I did find it. That's, that's a bit uh, okay. You you have the affirmative side yeah. of how to stay in the Philippines, but for me, mm-hmm. I, I'll take a relatively more uh, negative side to it. But uh, going back to the source, so I have two quotations here. First by Thomas Paine. So for uh-huh. Thomas Paine, those who ex- expect to reap the blessings of freedom must, like mm-hmm. men, undergo the fatigue mm-hmm. of supporting it. Mm-hmm. And then you have Wendell Phillips. Mm-hmm who said eternal vigilance is a price of liberty. So there, that's it. Just, just yeah. a reminder for uh, reminder for Independence Day. And if you want to associate it with the human liberty. I don't know, regarding what you said, yeah, okay, I do agree. I do agree with this. Uh, to love right. the Philippines with all of its flaws and uh, mm-hmm. so both both flaws and beauty. But, uh, you know, it, it, it is difficult to love the Philippines. I think Leo Salong yes. already said, bakit mahirap, yeah. bakit mahirap kang mahalin? And you know, if you cannot love the Philippines, let's be more realistic. You cannot escape the identity of being a Filipino. Yeah, you just can't. Mm-hmm. So even mm-hmm. if you don't love it, even if you, if you, even if you hate it, wherever you go, as long as your your family, as long as your generation is have roots here, mm-hmm. yeah, you will never you will never be separated from being identified as Filipino. So the right. next best option is to improve the value of being a Filipino, improve the identity mm-hmm. of being a Filipino. And some people do strive abroad, carrying the banner of our country. Fine. That's also one way of uh, mm-hmm. improving the value right. of being a Filipino. So you're a Filipino. You're known for this good thing. You're known for this great thing, so on and so forth. But mm-hmm. uh, going back in the inside, so uh, I think in the Philippines, we, there's a need to improve the value of Filipino citizenship. Right. Now, this is a, mm-hmm. this is a larger topic altogether. I think we should pick it up soon. But I think I mentioned this one before. Mm-hmm. I mentioned this one in our, one of our previous mm. episodes. We need to start excluding people from right. being called Filipinos. Dangerous idea. Dangerous I idea. You, uh, I don't think uh, you said that yet, but okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, so some, I, I think right. some, uh, one, of right. our, some old, uh, one of our older episodes, but uh, we, need to, we need to be a bit more selective about who to call Filipinos. Mm. Should we call corrupt politicians Filipinos? Yeah. <laughs> or we should revoke their Filipino card. And yeah, that's let, interesting. Yeah, let, let, let them reclaim it if they actually want it. Because those people, mm. I, I don't think they see the Philippines as anything worth than being a money bag. So Ooh. if they want if they mm. want to reclaim yeah. their identity, if they actually want to reclaim it, then they need to work for it. So yeah, yeah. I'll just I'll just throw it there. Something yeah. a bit more negative. You know, I, I just read one yeah. One, one last thing uh before I go the closest thing that I can figure 
uh, that I can compare it to is like, you know, trying to reject your parents and walking away from Mm. parents. A lot of people have done that. I I know a few people who have done so, walk away from their parents. And the thing is, even people who have done so in their 20s, once they come back in their 40s, 50s, in a way they seek them out, you know, Mm. they they try to make peace. And Mm. in some ways, I think making peace with your country is is a necessary process you know that we mm. have to go through it's it's something it's that's necessary because you really like the same way how you only have one philip like we have one mother and father you only have mm. one country you know unless of course well, <laughs> multinational of course we're talking to filipinos multinational exactly uh, it, it's complicated for the rest but for those of you who are filipino born here and raised here you only got one <laughs> so you know I think I suppose you have to come to the terms that these are the problems, and if you love them, you have to. You cannot run away from them. You have to help and journey with your country, you know, mm. to in towards becoming better, mm. because there are people who are working towards the betterment. Join them. Don't run away. There mm. are people trying to make it a better place. You just, you just have to find them, and mm. they do exist. You know, we're here. <laughs> wow. Anyway, well, we are spending so, yeah. our brain. Uh, that's our contribution, our brain cells. Hey, it's limited. So, and, 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 and when we're losing yeah. it already, <laughs> we're at the oh. point in life where we start losing brain cells. <laughs> and we're still offering it to the country. <laughs> yeah. Techno, we're, we're not judging people who have left as long as they continue to think about it, you know. In bits na ano, parang, may matawtin na ano, hindi naman mawabalik and eh, sumasaw sa ano political discussions, diba? Diba? <laughs> Anyway, mga tao, well, that's another that's another case, you know. But uh, just it's always going to be a part of you. Might as well make peace with it. Yeah, you know, and patiently improve it. You know, if it doesn't, well, even if it doesn't work, try. Yeah. Stru- you're, you're stuck. Make make peace with it and struggle against the forces that are corrupting it. Mm-hmm. You know, as, as I said a while ago, the Philippines is not—it's not a house whose roof has been blown away. It's not a destroyed house. Let us mm-hmm. exercise this apocalyptic image of the Philippines. We're, we're stable. We're, our country is stable. We're doing but fine, we, but we have so much, so many termites, <laughs> so many termites. Okay. Our house. And cockroaches. So, yeah. And ants. Yeah, we have pests and earwigs here. and centipedes. Yeah, and he got. <laughs> <Not, laughs> uh, in the garden. Anyway, so take that one at a time. You know, that's yeah. part of it. Okay, so that has been a very heartwarming episode discussion, and hmm. uh, we we'll try to continue this some other time. Uh, this could be a good theme. Yeah, uh, that we can pick up another episode. But for now, we'll move on to recommendations. Where we look into related media, books, materials that can help improve and supplement the discussion we had today. So, Borge, what do you have to recommend this time? Hmm. Our, our, our episode is relatively smooth. We actually thought it would explode. <laughs> it was very close. It was... I, I felt it. Yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah. we, we tied it back. We tied it back. We got back. Yeah. Pasabug na pas. Pasabug na. Okay. Again, uh, regarding making peace with the Philippines, as you said a while ago. And again, my take on understanding it more, understanding it more and exercising such faulty presumptions about the Philippines. Uh, I'm 
I'm recommending the seminal work of Virgilio Enriquez entitled From Colonial to Liberation Psychology, The Philippine Experience. This is available in the UP Press. This is one of the foundational texts for Psicologiang Pilipino, Filipino psychology, because this book uh -huh. surveys our values, our tendencies as Filipinos. And one key contribution of this would be it raises our, the notion of, uh, of course, pakikipagkapwa as essential, mm. one of the core values of being a Filipino, pakikipagkapwa. Mm. Though uh, I think there are some limits mm. to its works, yeah. uh, especially its uh, Enriquez's take on activism, because this was written during the uh, EDSA period, or so, a reaction to the EDSA period. Yeah. So I think it's a bit too optimistic mm. regarding the values or political values. But altogether, cultural values here, if you want to know the Philippines more, uh, as you said, knowing its beauty, then look at how we think. Look at our, how, how we think. And I'm not referring only to mere culture. I'm referring to actual how mm. our thought processes as a society. Okay, so right. I think that that's my uh, recommendation. Mm. What about you? You know, there are... Yeah, I actually struggled because there are a lot of mm. well, movies about Filipinos moving away. You know, there are a lot, but it's uh, I, I decided not to do movies. There, there is well. Let's start with a book. Uh, mm. I love this book actually. It's one of the my first purchases at the New Press. It's called Migration Revolution: Philippine Nationhood and Class Relations in the Globalized Age. And I've read this in preparation for uh, this episode. It talks about a lot of things. For one thing, it talks about that feeling of uh well but like they feel like they betrayed their country to mm. how the state has mm. bent over backwards to accommodate OFW as a part like anybody has a policy you know the fact that mm. there are state institutions uh, solely assigned to the management of OFWs mm. and and they're even called Bayani, you know mm. but it turns out it's part of, again I mean we, you and I both know it's really out of the phenomenon of dysfunction, you know, mm. people not having enough jobs here. And it's this, and there are a lot of chapters here, very well written by Sir Filimano Aguilar, uh, about how people cope, how people still have a connection to the nation, despite being abroad. And the other one, and this one is a bit more, it's uh, it's a bit more emotional, uh, I suppose. It's not just, uh, no, no, let's not talk just talk about books, but it's, it's one song. This mm. one song, it's called Pagbabalik, originally sung by Asin. Mm. Uh, I'm not a big fan of that, you know, but it was the one that I will recommend in particular was the cover done by Gliza de Castro. And she sang this in the movie Liwai, where she plays an NPA, female commander of the NPA. And during one, and they were camping out, struggling during the Marcos regime, mm. you know, and uh, one of the quieter moments she took out a guitar and sang this song. And despite not leaving the country, she's still, she's in the mountains, you know, in the NPA, the New People's Army. Um, she still sings this song in a way of how much she misses her country. She, in, despite fighting for her country, she felt distant from it. Like in the, the you know the chorus, Bayan ko nahan ka, ako ngayon nag-iisa. Oh, that's one. I had to finish it. Sorry, I can't stop. <laughs> but yeah, 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 I'm familiar with that. So that's the title of that. Okay. 
yeah, I, I, I'm sure it resonates with even OFWs. But for me, it hit me because it's the a scene is has a lot of like bells and whistles in their mission. This one, in the scene, you know, for movie Liwai, uh, she sang it acoustic and almost yeah, very stripped down. And I think here in the clip, she sang it in Rappler, you know, in the studio, mm-hmm. and it's so beautiful, you know. So I'll recommend you to watch it I, to make you feel more Filipino, regardless if you're here or somewhere else, and it makes you. The patriotic songs these days are very rare, but at least mm. bands like Asin, you know, when they wrote it, it's like, it's a good mu- genre to revisit. Patriotic songs. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Mm. Eh, eh, it's hard Filipino, but uh, not an excuse to walk away. Mm. Anyway, that's it. I think <laughs> I, I even sang a song. Napakanta a, a eh. song. Napakanta, oh. Pero ang, ang, that is, ang anthem yeah. ng mga OFW, yung kay... Uh, Napakasakit, Kuya Eddie. It's basically does about the sufferings of uh, being away from your wife. So anyway, you can check that out. Oh, <laughs> all right. Shall we put that as your recommendation? No, 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 no. We'll probably discuss that when we are discussing OFWs in ge- oh. specifically. <laughs> specifically, all right. Anyway, now, so that is it for episode 16. Um, <clears throat> Please remember to follow us on Spotify, Spotify, YouTube, Anchor, wherever you find your podcast, even Apple. And please send us an email of a comment or a question or an idea for an episode you like at pipodcastph at gmail.com. But until the next episode, Magandang gabi, mga kapi.